Good evening, this is Mary Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Council Bluffs Police Department says a Pacific Junction woman was under the influence of multiple controlled substances when she struck and killed a pedestrian on December 24th. Police say the accident happened at 3.21 a.m. at the intersection of Poplar Drive and Birch Street in Council Bluffs. 74-year-old Juan Avalos of Council Bluffs was near his vehicle on the street and was struck by a passing vehicle driven by 47-year-old Angela Thurman of Pacific Junction. Police say the investigation led to Thurman's arrest. She was charged with homicide by vehicle, OWI third offense, and possession of a controlled substance control of vehicle. Thurman was held on $150,000 bond. The Nebraska State Patrol says their troopers arrested a western Iowa man following a pursuit in Omaha. The Nebraska State Patrol says at around 1.40 a.m. today, a trooper saw a westbound Dodge Durango speeding on Interstate 80 near 60th Street in Omaha. The trooper attempted a traffic stop, but the driver refused to yield and accelerated with the trooper in pursuit. The pursuit went into far southwest Omaha on the interstate, went back into the downtown area on the freeway, and went onto surface streets before it ended on I-480 near downtown Omaha. 51-year-old William Ganshorn of Woodbine was then arrested on numerous charges. One person was transported to the hospital following an accident in Essex last week. The Page County Sheriff's Office says Maria Jean Mullenberg was driving south on Forbes Street when she lost control and entered the West Ditch. Mullenberg struck a City of Essex fire hydrant, then struck a slope at California Street where the vehicle went airborne. Mullenberg hit a power pole, knocking it over. The vehicle came to rest on its side with a live power line over top. Mullenberg was trapped inside the vehicle until Mid-American Energy arrived and disconnected the electricity. Mullenberg was transported to the Shenandoah Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. January is the third wettest on record. Tom Robinson has more on this. January 2024 is coming off the third warmest December on record at 9.7 degrees above average. State climatologist Justin Glisson says sandwiched between warmer than normal temperatures at the beginning and end of the month were bitterly cold temperatures and two low-pressure systems bringing widespread snowfall across the state. Glisson says the snowfall average was 17.6 inches across Iowa, nine inches above average for January. Glisson says this ties 1929 as Iowa's third snowiest January on record. Pretty substantial given that January is the driest month climatologically. Glisson says it might be surprising that the temperature fell one half a degree above average. And that factors in the warmth at the end of the month with temperatures in the 30s and 40s and even 50s across much of the state uh, with those negative single-digit temperatures and wind chill temperatures in the negative 35 to negative 45 degree range during the middle of the month around the caucuses. Listen, says a snowpack insulated the subsurface and kept the soil temperatures above freezing. The melting snow has helped remove some drought conditions in eastern and southern Iowa. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. The Atlantic City Council will meet in closed session again Saturday afternoon. This is the third time in the past three weeks the council has held a closed session to evaluate the professional competency of an individual whose appointment, hiring, performance, or discharge is being considered when necessary to prevent needless and irreparable injury to that individual's reputation, and that individual requests a closed session. The council will gather inside the chambers at 1 p.m. 
Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd appeared in front of 6th through 12th grade students at the Atlantic High School Auditorium on Thursday to address the deadly drug fentanyl, its usage, and the legal and personal consequences this deadly drug can cause. Tom Robinson has this story. Cass County Sheriff Darby McLaren and Atlantic Police Chief Devin Hogue led the assembly. Chief Hogue explained why they were there on that Thursday afternoon. Our, our goal in kind of giving an introduction was also to let you guys know that uh, we're not here because this isn't happening. We're here in bringing this to you because we've seen this here in our community. Okay, People have been impacted in our community and affected in our community. So it's not just to come here and, and spew something to you just to talk about it. Okay, We're here because there's a genuine concern of our community and of our youth that you need to know about this and hear this message. Cass County Sheriff Darby McLaren says fentanyl has taken on a unique perspective in Cass County. We've had deaths in Atlantic and surrounding the county, um, which put us in the middle of an investigation that, that led to anywhere from six to eight people around us getting sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison. And nearly all the people were aged late teens to early 20s. Um, when law enforcement investigates that, it, Kind of devastating to us too because usually we celebrate when we get big numbers on prison sentences and and victims families are you know happy that we're doing our job and they're getting these large sentences in the fentanyl cases when when i talked to the individuals that were dealing the drugs it was a little different this time because they were all dealing the drugs because they were addicted they didn't want to be drug dealers. Brenna Bird stated fentanyl is real throughout the state of Iowa. Uh, this is real when we're talking about what happens uh, with drugs, uh, especially fentanyl. It's very real. And uh, we don't want anything bad to happen to you, your friends, and people that you know. But we see it happen all over Iowa. It's not just something you see on the news. It can even happen in a good community like this, where just one pill can kill somebody. With fentanyl, they basically you take it and you don't wake back up. You just stop breathing. So it's scary and the, the consequences are very, very real. Bird says fentanyl is a leading cause of death for young people 18 to 45 years of age. She explained it takes less than a substance no larger than a tip of a pencil to kill someone or two milligrams of fentanyl can result in overdose or death. That's how little fentanyl it takes to kill somebody, to basically... They take it, they stop breathing, they never wake up again. That's how little a dose of fentanyl is. You know, when you think about that, do you think drug dealers are really good at controlling the quantities when they're mixing it up with other stuff and making it into fake pills? Do you think they're good at that? No. Bird says drug dealers have drill presses in an attempt to impersonate a pill from a pharmacy. She says there is no safe dosage from an illegal drug. Users may take one pill one day, another second, and the pill used on the third day kills them. Additionally, fentanyl is often mixed into other drugs like marijuana or vape pens. And she says in some cases, fentanyl can be disguised as candy. Fentanyl pill seizures rose 83% last year in Iowa, Nebraska, and several Midwest states. Now, Atlantic Police Chief Devin Hogue entered the program by sharing an experience he had with a young person overdosing on fentanyl. We talked about people that were arrested and went to prison for 20, 30 years, okay? At least four of those 
graduated from this high school in the last five years? Let that sink in. Four people that graduated from this high school within the last five years were a part of that group who are now going to spend until they're older than I am now in prison. That's why we're here. Okay? And why do we care? Okay? I have watched someone your age. I have had to administer the drug to bring them back. And they did, thankfully. But not everybody does. Okay? That's why we're here. That's why we care. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.